0: So, I was actually afraid to send an email yesterday. Let's talk about that. What is up, my inbox besties, besties? Kate Doster here of katetoster.com. And this is your first time listening may or may not be the type of episode you're going to drive with. So our episode on Wednesdays, I call those like our numbered episodes. We usually get really concrete about things. We talk about strategies, tactics. You know, we've got great interviews. So this week we talked about landing pages. Last week it was list building. We talked about um, turning into a content creation machine. But like these besties chats are me and you literally sitting down. I've got some water. Like the two of us, if we sat down at Panera Bread, what we would chat about. Okay. Okay. So we had one last week. I wasn't planning on doing one today, to be honest with you. It was just like, eh, kind of whenever. Maybe giving you guys an update on the Back to Business bundle. It's a huge list building giveaway that I run in February and in September. And yeah, so I was like, oh, I'll just do one there to let everyone know what's going on. <laughs> but then I sent this email yesterday and I was so nervous to send it. A couple things. So this is going to be a little bit of a long sort of ranty story. Again, this is one of these episodes you listen to while you're doing the dishes or walking the dog, or kids are watching god-awful shows on Disney, and you're like, I can't even, put in one earbud. It's one of those episodes. So this email, so many reasons why I was nervous about sending it. So it was, one, I was talking about my McDonald's moment in my business. That is when you'd rather go work at McDonald's and do your business anymore. You know, sometimes those happen. there's a day, a week, but like, it's atrocious, and you just want to go work at McDonald's. Okay, not fun to bring up. I talked about a topic and a phrase I do not normally bring up. So, you all know we talk about sales mindset and I to size you with it, but I do not go so far as to bring up the word manifestation, especially money manifestation. Not something I talk about. The third reason why I was nervous about bringing this up was purely like tactical, and that is, I knew the goal of this email was to tell people about a pre-launch that my coach was doing for a course that honestly like we had a, a whole episode about my favorite things. You guys can listen to it. Probably had the biggest impact on my business Barnon. Wanna when it's opened? The same exact date since the back to business bundle. So tactical-wise, I did not want to divert my audience's attention to be like, oh, it's back to business bundle plus Amanda's thing is going on. Okay. Because that's just like bad for everyone. You're supposed to stay focused. It's bad for the contributors, but I'm just like, there was something in me that was like, I could not send it. I think we've talked about this about when I reopened my Black Friday offer. I'm pretty sure we did that in a besties chat. Like, I just couldn't not. I just couldn't not send this email. because I thought like I was being selfish. I'm like, who says that I can't talk about two things at once? And like, because of email marketing, like I can tell who's sort of interested or at least clicking over to the stuff about Amanda's stuff I gave everybody an out, so I'm like, I can do both. Like, my audience is smart and intelligent, and I'm going to end up segmenting it down, so I'm not doing it to everyone. But this first blast, everyone needed to know about. They just did. And I had an often link at the bottom, again, tactical. If you don't want to hear about this stuff ever again, like, that's fine. Click here, because I know it's out in left field. So I think I was really nervous about being out in left field, and then, like, the logistic-wise. But who needs rules? that are dumb. So the email. Y'all. I get lots of replies back every time I send emails it's just it is what it is. I don't necessarily last questions sometimes I do, but just generally I love chit-chatting with people and it's just the way that it is. Okay. <laughs> this email guys. My Gmail from the whole first page and I have it set to 100. We're all full of replies back to this email. And there's still some on the second page and I was actually looking my trash because sometimes my Um, Gmail sends replies back from uh, active campaign to trash. I don't know why. It's just the way it works. I can't get it not to. Also, (laughs) also, there's emails in there. It was epic. Like, it was epic. So I want to tell you a little bit about what was in the email and just sort of everything. Because again, we already talked about all the reasons why I felt like, oh my goodness, I couldn't send this. I don't want to divert attention. It's not something I talk about. Well, they think I'm a weirdo. Like, all that weird junk that I talked to my, st- my students about, but I couldn't not, okay? So, back in 2018, like, kind of like let's start at 2017, and I'm going to try to make this story short. But again, it's a besties chat, so I don't have to be that, you know, concrete about it. I decided I didn't want to take copywriting clients anymore. Again, it's copywriting with a W, meaning I wrote words that make people slap buttons, after doing stuff like home pages and about pages, oh god, I hated about pages. I landed. I did sales pages, but I really loved landing pages and emails. That was my jam. That's where I just I loved them. The, they were my favorites. Okay, but I decided that I wanted to make money just selling courses and teaching, and maybe going to coaching. I had some weird stuff around like the coaches that coach coaches thing. Like maybe we'll talk about that another day. But like that's where I wanted to go, because even though. I was naturally inclined for copywriting. And I do think I'm a damn good copywriter. It does still take time and effort for my brain to sit down and write. I was nervous, even though I would hire out to different proofreaders, what if I supply some copy to somebody and there's a typo, which as I have learned from my mentors, like you do not do that, you know, and I shouldn't because of copywriting, because it can generate so much money, you can charge higher prices. So it was very easy for me to make enough money to support my family. It's like two clients and you're done. Okay, like that's just it. Okay, and when you're a great copywriter, everyone tells all their friends or then they don't tell their friends and they just keep hiring you. So it's a very sustainable business model Model is what I'm getting at. But I've never necessarily been a writer. I've been a talker who happens to write well because I'm obsessed with people. All right. So decide to do this. I'm going to finally launch Love Your List. I'm going to do it in beta because I had so much pressure on Love Your List to not only be my signature course, it was the thing that I'd been building my reputation around was emailing and copywriting and all this sort of stuff. And then it had to replace the one-on-one services part, which one-on-one services, guys. Again, a lot easier to make five and six figures when you're selling services. <laughs> so like there were some issues involved. Then literally we're launching. I had only done like maybe the first lesson. I had like an outline of the course. We, my husband gets into a car accident with my kids. The kids are fine. He suffers brain damage. My grandmother dies. GDPR comes out and no one can know how to deliver a freebie because all the email service providers didn't have their game up and like it was arm of freaking get in, And it was just like I was going behind. I was missing deadlines. I honestly on the DL, I took a couple of copy clients because I needed to make ends meet. Like I was just a hot mess express like I literally, four months, wanted to just work at McDonald's. You guys know, like, I stopped the podcast. I pretty much fell off the grid because it was just, I mean, now I know what happened at the time, but it was just like, okay, and like, here's the thing, like, I knew all the strategies, like, I knew how to write Facebook ads, I knew how to write landing pages, I knew how to write emails, I knew how to put together offers, like, I had all of the skills, okay, and skills I didn't have you know, I could spend money like to learn the nuances of, like Pinterest and all that stuff. Like there's no reason why these things should not have succeeded and why I should have blown up the way I did. They're just, it made no sense. And maybe that you're in that position now. And I think that's why this email struck such a visceral chord with everyone, because I really did go into it. And in my effort to actually get out of this scenario i started following someone who i thought had the business model i wanted she was a super high earner making seven figures she sold a new offer all the time and i'm like i'm creative i just want to bounce around i don't want a signature thing she hustled every single day she was super regimented like she journaled like you can probably guess who she is because she's still pretty cool but like i was like worshiping at the church of this lady and it was detrimental Adding on top of everything else that had happened, following her and her lifestyle and the way that she approached her business was awful. So I tried to be like a mini one of her. It didn't work. It never sounded like me. None of the offers were working. I was working so hard and so many hours because I was trying to mimic somebody who, spoiler alert, had a fleet of 12 people behind her and was naturally inclined to be super regimented, meaning like she was a straight up type A person, super athlete, all that. I do not have a competitive bone in my body because I already know I'm the smartest of everybody. Like, that's just one of those things that happens, right? Like, it is what it is. My socks do not match. Like, why would I waste my time on that? Like, literally, life is too short for matching socks. And I wrote that line in the email, and that got a lot of feedback. It definitely is a very polarizing statement. Like, it's just not me. Like, it's just not me. But I wanted what she had. And so I pushed and I pushed, and it was just going nowhere. And then one of my friends was like, hey... I think you would really like Amanda. And that's when I found Amanda Francis. So, if you've never heard of Amanda Francis, because you are not following me and you are not aware of how much a fangirl I am. And I always said, I'll never be somebody who's a fangirl of somebody. I don't know what it is, okay? Like, mm, gypsy spells, who knows? <laughs> so, Amanda, in the first five minutes, you can tell if you love her or you are hater, And sometimes you're like, I hate this, B. But then you can't stop thinking about the stuff that she says. like. Four days later, it's still echoing in your brain. And that was my deal with Amanda. So I was coming from this one mentor, online mentor, who was super, super hustle, push, 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 regimented, regimented. And then Amanda was like, it doesn't have to be hard. You're allowed to get pay well for things that you like. You are allowed to have an overflow of cash and not feel bad about it because your friends don't have a lot of money or your parents worked hard. In my particular case, and I think that it was on... I don't know if it was on a live stream with her or if it was an aha that I got from listening to her podcast. I think it was an aha from the podcast. I can't quite remember. But basically, it was punishing ourselves when things were easy. And talking to you on this podcast, teaching the things that I know, being encouraging, coaching, which I'm still working towards. And we're going to probably have a little besties chat about that because I still have a little bit of like mindset stuff around it, I think. Like that stuff comes easy. So when I was finally made the space to do stuff that comes easy, because writing copy, like, I'm not a writer. I'm a talker who happens to write well, which bodes really well for copywriting because all copywriting is conversational. So it worked for me. But like, here's the stuff I was genuinely good at. And I think that I was afraid that it's like, if I actually get to show up in the way that I really show up and I get to be all of Kate and all of me. And I always had my attitude, like, y'all know I can't change my vernacular. It's just gonna happen. But, like, I don't have to do things that are mentally hard for me. I get to do things that are easy, that I genuinely enjoy doing. I could do for hours and hours and hours on end. I could not write copy for hours and hours and hours on end. Oddly, I could write emails to my own list for hours and hours on end, but, like, I couldn't do it for everybody else. It just, it wasn't gonna work. It was just, like, like, like I said, honestly, when I first found Amanda, I thought she was full of absolute garbage. But I listened to all of her podcasts. She was doing her live stream extravaganza as she talks about it. And literally everything that she was saying was true. I felt guilty when things were easy. I overcomplicated and overthought everything. And here's something. And she didn't say it exactly like this, but it was what my brain made the connection for. It was that when I saw pings of like the email marketing fairy or trying for traffic Again, this was, like, very, very early on and, like, definitely in 2018, this was really bad. Not so much at the beginning of 2019 now, like, I'm just like, yeah, that's typical. But, like, when I would see pings of people giving me money on my phone, for a spark second, I would feel bad or be like, what if they want a refund? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was this weird connotation around this money coming in because... One of my issues around money and myself. And it turns out it's more self-identity. I know. It's very trippy. I told you. This is the besties chat. We're getting real real here. Like, I felt bad because, like, I created this thing that I enjoyed creating. I have to say, I enjoyed creating Trello a little bit more because, obviously, with the email templates, like, I want to be really strategic. But, like, you know, stupid typos. doesn't matter if there's typos on Trello. Y'all don't care. So, like, I created this thing. I liked this thing. I put it out there. And, like, I can make money at home doing nothing. And I do all the time. Literally the money alarm went off twice while I was trying to record this. And I had to hit pause because I forgot to turn it off. Like, and here, like, I have my brother-in-law who has to work at this job. He gets paid not that much money an hour. Like, we had to postpone, like, Christmas Eve and stuff like that. And, like, everyone else around me is having to work so hard. And I didn't have to. And I felt bad. And I think that that was... The way that I describe like Amanda and money mentality makeover, it was like I had all of the skills. I had all of the knowledges. I had all of the rocks because I do think that you need some how-to sometimes, even though a big modality that Amanda has is F the how. I've adopted that, but I feel like you do need some basis blocks for this. It was just like the sand that like made everything and like my cylinder of life stable. Like I cannot tell you how this worked. But it did. The second that I actually spent some time like uncovering these things and looking at them and saying, oh, that's stupid the second stuff got easier. The second I wasn't nervous when I had pings and then more pings came in. The second that I wasn't nervous about pitching podcasts, like I would just go for it. The second that I could start raising my prices, like I might not have been able to make huge jumps right away like everybody was, but like literally there, even like before Manda, I like tried to manifest. I'm like, oh, I want a $10,000 a day. I want a $10,000 a day or I want a 1K day. Like don't let the numbers that I'm playing with now turn you off. Like I remember very hard Wanting and trying to manifest a 1K day, 1K day, 1K day. And now it doesn't come. And, like, it was just, like, heartbreaking. And, like, literally, I was just, like, today's going to be a 10K day. And then it was. Like, (laughs) I don't know how to explain it now. I, this did not happen instantly after about money mentality makeover and for anybody spoiler alert who clicked on the link ooh, as i'm hitting stuff again it's Besties chat and anyone who clicked on the link to sign up for amanda's stuff like obviously i'm tracking that so you'll probably get like a couple more emails about this when i first bought money mentality makeover i got like no results i actually lost money somehow not lost money from investing in it but losing money, like I was steadily making sales like every single day, even if it was like just $15 or just 12, like, I don't know, it was 17. I was gonna say, I don't think I had anything that was 12, but like even if it was just like a tripwire sale here and there, right? I start, sign up for the course. Every not everyone, it felt like everyone who was talking, oh, I got like a check in the mail. Oh, I got a $10,000 client. Oh, like I got this and this and this. And here I was literally making less money. The first two weeks than I had ever. <laughs> like, What the crap is going on? And it turns out, and I don't want anyone else to have this story. I want you guys to be the people that are just like, I signed up and money just came. Like, it makes no sense. It just did. And this is awesome. I was drudging up so much mind garbage that I did not know that I had that it just like blocked it off. And I can't tell you like what module it was or what lesson it was. I really do like the Elevate into Overflow bonus when she opens it I I watch that one on repeat. But like I always have like Amanda playing in the background of my car. I really loved module six a lot. This like she built the first three modules when she was making I think it was about 10 K a month. But like as she adds more modules as she's making more money her just general demeanor changes but not in, like a ew, you don't sound like Amanda way anymore. It's just, I don't know, it's different. You'll experience it. So anywho, I really vied with module six and the into overflow bonuses. So I would just have them on in the background of my life and things just incrementally got easier. Literally right after that two week sprint of making no money, a friend came to me and was like, hey, I've got like this job. Do you want to help me out on it? It's like $3,000. dollars i like, done. So so we did that. Then it was like, I built up that momentum. So like, you know what? we I'm going to actually launch love your list. And we called it 2.0 because I revamped it. We were putting all of 2018 in a corner because I hated it. It was just like, I could not be in its energy anymore, especially after learning about energetics. Launched it. Did not freak out. It was great. Fantastic launch. And it's just gone up and up and up. The one in September, I don't want to say I did even less work, but like my work in the one, excuse me, the one in the summertime, my work because I had all the ground pieces again you need to have actionable stuff was literally just to hold the space and excitement for people even if it wouldn't look like I would hit my goal that's been like the biggest mindset sh- shift from many mentality makeover is I can have a number that I feel into that like I just have faith behind and before I could not set goals because I would feel bad if I didn't reach it or I'd set them too low but like In the summertime, I had set this goal for the launch. And again, I'd only opened it because someone was like, I want to get in. And it was before we had the auto webinar. And I was just like, oh, this many people are coming. And the morning of, it was like a third, not even a third, it was probably like a quarter of the amount of this number that I thought people were coming in. Again, I just felt it. I'm like, no, they're coming. And then I even upped it more And wouldn't you know, all of them plus two extras came like and then it just kept on going from there. The friends and family launch, and it was the $40,000 launch where I literally upcycled everything and I just showed up like like it couldn't get any easier. I do not know how to explain it. And I'm not saying this to trigger people. I'm just saying somehow, I don't know if it's being in Amanda's sphere. The timing was right. Something just clicked. I do not know. All I know is that I invested in this course and it helped. Now, if you are looking for actionable, tangible things like click here, do this, do that, you're not going to find it. But if you know or you've already been focusing on click here, do this, do that, here's like a roadmap, but something is not working out and something is missing and you do not know why, I'm going to say definitely head on over. Head over to kadoster.com forward slash MMC if it is before February first when you're listening to this. If it's after, I'll have another link that says click here when the card's open. But before that, during her pre-sale, pre-launch, sign up katedolster.com forward slash MMM, as in Money Mentality Makeover, C, to get her free content. So that way you don't miss out when she does her live streams because she's going to do some live streams. I am telling you that this could be it. Again, I am aware that for some people, this is going to seem like, oh my goodness, Kate, like, None of your courses are this expensive. How could you tell us to buy something that's so expensive? I'm not telling you to buy something at all. I'm telling you to check out Amanda's free stuff. I'm telling you that if you take the leap into money mentality makeover, it might not work. I don't want to put that in your head. It might not work in the first two days, okay? But I'm telling you the accumulative effect of going back to it over and over again has without a doubt made it the best investment I've ever done, I've ever done. Like, I don't, I don't know how else to describe it. So that's our besties chat. And I think that the reason why that particular email hit so well, just to round it up, because I know this is a long rambling one, which is it's the besties chat. I think being vulnerable and telling people how I was just like ready to throw in the towel, I think that helped. I think that the very relatableness, and it was a God's honest truth of doing everything that everyone's telling you, but something isn't working. I think that hit really well. The sock part just went off the rocker. So again, add moments, KateDoster.com forward slash class, C-L-A-A-S, if you don't know what I'm talking about, hit. I think that just being vulnerable and sharing my story and how I genuinely <laughs> love Amanda is what struck a uh, sure people probably opened it because again 5k months to 10k days they just happen and they're the coolest thing ever and of course they're going to happen at this point but it took me a while to get to that place where I could just say of course this is going to happen okay and I did explain to people that I just felt odd telling you about it about how it's probably the worst timing because I have other promotions going on but that you needed to know like y'all just needed to so ktoster.com forward slash mmm3ms And C, do not do the number three. It's just M, 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 C. And that's it for your best use chat. I will talk to you guys on Monday for your next Double Dog Dare.